We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I'm going to stick around a little bit here with Clint. And first of all, Clint, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. <laughs> doing I'm, this on the fly. I'm, I'm doing good. Yeah, I appreciate you sticking around for a, for a couple with me, man. I'm and getting kicked out, man. <laughs> Look out, Johnny. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> hey, Johnny, get the hell out of here. We we uh we owe you a we, we gonna catch y'all tonight though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Texans all access. Y'all are y'all are y'all the twenty the the twenty sixth? Or y'all y'all got something going on? Uh, no, actually, we're gonna be live tonight over at the Grove. I'll six be to there. Eight. Hello. Six to eight. Yeah, Elijah Robinson's gonna be there. Um, Mike Gundy's going to be there, yeah. so we got a lot going on. So we're going to be live from six to eight. Tax Act, Texas Bowl. He's yes. talking about. Got an event tonight, game tomorrow. So we'll catch up on that. But uh, Spoh's going to stick around for a little while, and then, and then my man PC Patrick Creighton's going to ease on in and spend a couple of hours with me here on uh, on the day after Christmas. Man, we'll see you, Johnny. Be good. Uh, hey, we'll see you, Johnny. Be good. That was pretty damn good. I'm pretty proud of myself for that. That that uh, that made me smile. I didn't even do that on purpose, right there. Hey. <laughs> All right, well, welcome everybody into the drive for sure. Um, Spo again, appreciate you sticking around, guys. I, I gotta, I got to, uh, I gotta tell you, man. It, this was a. Uh, by the way, we wish a uh, merry Christmas to uh, to everybody out there, and uh, merry day after Christmas, and happy holidays, and New Year rolling around. This is a great time of year, man. I absolutely love this time of year. Appreciate everybody, uh, everybody plugging in and hanging out with us for a few hours today, and and. Um, but th- this is the this is the first Christmas for me where Spo, I feel old, man. I feel in a good way. This is a good way. I, let's, let's let's say I feel it's a good old. I, I feel mature. I feel mature. I'm gonna tell you, man. Two things happened this Christmas where I sat around gathering my thoughts and I thought, you know, I've officially taken that next step in life. I bought my wife, which she asked for. For Christmas, I bought my wife an expensive set of pots and pans. Oh wow! And she was absolutely <laughs> stoked about it. I mean, you. I mean, you know, it, there's, this has been one of them deals. I've been with my wife for a long time now, and 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 you know, Christmas is 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 full of jewelry and shoes and and shirts and you know, I mean, gear, all kind of stuff like that. And this year it was pots and pans. So is next year the washer dryer? I I don't know. I can't do a washer and dryer. I can't unless she asked for it. But I don't think she'll ask for it. She asked for these pots and pans, and 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 the price tag on them made me go ahead and pull the trigger. I thought, hell, it's, I guess it's worthy, um, costing this much. But but it's just one of those moments where I said, you know, that's as I was buying those pots and pans, I thought, damn, I'm old. My wife is significantly younger than me. She's an old soul. But I, I, I'm here. I am, and at that stage in my life where I'm buying pots and pans for Christmas. That was number one. Number two. I got 
not only did I receive, but I got extremely excited about several gifts that were tools. I got I got an electric like a like a legit electric screwdriver, like not not a drill like a, last one I called a drill electric screwdriver. Everybody everybody beat me up on the text line, right? I got a screwdriver that's legit, got a little light on it, and and, uh, and it's electric. And then I got another screwdriver that has one of them uh, has one of them necks on it where you like if you got to get in in a, in, a, in a place where you can't go straight in with your with your uh, with your screwdriver, like bends. Yeah, it bends. It turns a corner, and I was stoked about it. So whether it's because I'm buying my wife pots and pans or because I'm getting excited about tools, I feel like I feel like I've I've matured to uh, uh, to another level. Given those two things this Christmas holiday. You know, it's when you're younger, you buy stuff, material things. Yes. But now you're buying stuff that's like a necessity. Stuff yes. that you're going to use. Well, Spo, if you, I don't know if you know this, but I was younger longer than most. <laughs> I, I waited till I was 44 to get, or 43 to get, 44, I think. Yeah, I was 44. No, I was 43 still. I waited till I was 43 to get married and 44 to have kids. And um, so the last couple of years have come at me but really, really fast. But I, so I was younger. So I was buying colognes and and gear like i said and shoes and uh, jewelry and all this job trips to such and such and tickets to such and such and here we are ladies and gentlemen old dirty has reached pots and pans and uh power tools uh for for christmas but it, but it was a great christmas you guys have a great christmas you have a good one? we're jewish so it was just monday <laughs> i did laundry yesterday i want to feel i wasn't feeling great so Stayed in. And I didn't feel like me. I should have known that, Spo. I feel, well, Jace, how about you? How, how about you, Jace? Did you have a good Christmas? I did. Uh, family came over. Uh, had to go back to work uh, yesterday. So, <laughs> well, I just did nap in for the Eagles and Giants game. But, yeah, Knicks won. And uh, who played first? Uh, Chiefs, Chiefs and Raiders. Yeah. 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 And that was an entertaining game, unless you're a Chiefs fan. Oh, that, that was that was a, an entertaining game for damn sure. Um, but uh, the other thing I did Christmas, guys, is um, I made a bad mistake, and 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 y'all y'all keep this in mind. Obviously, you don't need to you don't need to spo, but uh, I feel like I probably should have known that. By that the way, matter. gosh dang, over, I'm, I'm one for two. <laughs> um, T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. I stayed up till... 
damn near 5 a.m. putting together a playhouse for my daughter. Well, that's that's a good thing. Well, the th- the bad thing is is that it sat in my garage for two three weeks, and I didn't realize I didn't realize Spo exactly how how much uh, how much was going to go into this thing, and I started putting this thing together, good size, made out of real cedar. And I started putting this thing together, man, and it felt like pieces just kept coming and coming and coming. Next thing you know, I look up, and it's damn near 5 o'clock, and, and then baby's going to wake up at 7. So on I, the dot. I, on the dot. And I, I look up, and it's almost it's almost 5 o'clock, and I'm like, oh, boy, I'm fixing to get two hours of shut eye. So needless to say, when I put my head on that pillow last night about 9 o'clock, I didn't even catch, I didn't even catch the uh, Baltimore game. I, I washed my tail and jumped in, 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 the, in the bed and, and was done. So I, I missed a game that I was extremely excited about. In terms of Baltimore and and San Francisco, but it turns out San Francisco, um, Purdy and, and 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 the company missed the bed a little bit, and and Lamar Jackson ran away with that one. But uh, nonetheless, it, it was it was a an eventful eventful Christmas. But let, let's let's get to this this Texans game. I know it's been a couple of days since the Texans game, since the Texans really got skull drugged by the Browns. Davis Mills was able to come in and and make a little bit of noise and and make it at least look better on the scoreboard. Uh, and to me, the game big picture is, is is more about missed opportunities, right? I mean, you just had a huge missed opportunity with everybody else in division losing. You you could have you could have taken a, a a big step in the right direction. Now I don't know what it would have meant, given that you got two division games left. But you you could have made a with about the third time this year where you've been in a position to where if you win that ball game, man, you can you can change the dynamic of the division and and increase the the odds of you winning the division. But the Texans let it fall by the wayside. But, uh, Spo, I got three things, man. Three things that, that for me, are the most concerning coming out of the Browns game. And I'm just talking about moving forward. I mean, there's clearly several things. Like, like what in the hell is C.J. Stroud's status? Which, by the way, everybody out there, we won't hear. Uh, no no immediate, immediate availability until tomorrow, right? Yeah. Can I add something, though, to that? Yeah. yeah, yeah so shoot, anytime, baby. If you go by point spread, the, the line opened at uh, Titans minus one. So they, the Titans were favored when the when the line opened. It is now shifted to Texans minus three and a half. So that makes you think that Vegas believes C.J. Stroud is going to play in this game. Yes, yeah. I mean, I, I think with D'Amico's and he's trending towards well, with that D'Amico's team. comments last week, late last week uh, to Stacey Dales, I believe it was um, that the that he was in meetings and back on the practice field Friday. Uh, for for walkthrough or whatever accelerated walkthrough whatever they call it nowadays. So that's the good news is that that it appeared that CJ Stroud was trending in the right direction. To your point, now the line has swung tremendously. So you got to think that CJ Stroud is playing. So uh, my point in saying that Spo was more about I know there's there's more pressing issues with the Texans right now than than the, these three things that I'm fixing to throw at you. But these are the three things that that to pull directly from the Browns game on somewhat of a reaction Tuesday, if you will, right? Um, the explosive, the number of explosive plays. I don't necessarily care about about Amari Cooper and he went for 250. That's a bad look. It's a bad look, and I get it. But it's the number of explosive plays that have been allowed by this team. And this defense has shown the propensity to, to give up explosives in bunches. And they, they did it again on Sunday versus versus the Browns, Joe Flacco is is a very very formidable quarterback. I, I'm a, I think Joe is significantly better, obviously than than most have, have ever thought. I've never disrespected him, but he went out there and took it to a whole other level. But just generally speaking, this defense, the explosives allowed. That's one thing that we we hear D'Amico consistently talk about is we got to limit explosives. 
He told us in the post game that, that the whole plan going out there was to limit the explosives. And then you go out there and you give up a monster play, the second play of the game, I believe it was, to, to where was it the first, first play? First play of the game. They gave up to, the kickoff and then the 53. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I, I think that's first things first for me is this team's going to hang their head on their defense. They're not going to win games where their defense doesn't play really, really well. Um, not not against good opponents, I don't think. And, and so, to me, that's one thing that this team's got to get right is you can't let – Zach Wilson go out there and throw for 300. You can't you can't let the the uh, the explosives put you behind the eight ball consistently anytime you play a good football team. So I th- I think that's one thing D'Amico Ryan's and company's got to clean up sooner rather than later. I, I think the Jacksonville game, the second one, the game that was here, they gave up four plays of 40 yards or more yeah. in that game, and, and, that's and it was like 12 of, of 20 or more. Yeah, and so you need to make teams drive on you. You yep. need to make teams put together 10, 12 play drives. If you can do that, then you can win. Yeah. But if you're just going to let, let teams get explosives on you and score easily, it's it's really hard to keep up. Yeah, it's it's hard to keep up. It puts a ton of pressure on your on your offense. And as good as CJ Stroud is, I mean you're putting a ton of pressure on him and, and he's not the more obviously he's gonna he's gonna give you a chance in those situations, but you don't want to consistently put that pressure on this particular offense and 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 expose them when when the the injuries have piled up at times, whether it's the offensive line earlier, Tank Dell and Nico Collins and Dalton Schultz all here recently. Um, you don't want to continue to put that that pressure on your offense, and, and, and you're going to struggle if you do. The second thing for me, and I think this, again, coming straight from the Browns game, this is, a big again, a bigger picture for the Texans in terms of what they do, but the Jalen Petrie benching. I mean, are you of the belief that that was a benching and no, not some kind yes. of rotational deal? No. Right, the, okay. The... the the, the explanation D'Amico gave was nonsense. It was yeah, a nonsense thing. Just because, and he had played every snap since the Pittsburgh game. Yeah. The last time that he did not play every single defensive snap was Pittsburgh. Yeah. He and so for him to have played 19 snaps Sunday, 23 percent. That's that. You know, there's something to that. Well, the the, the something to that for me with Jalen Petrie is 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 the fact that he's at a spot where D'Amico Ryan's is is. Even even entertains benching, right? Is is troublesome for me because I I thought Jalen Petrie, I thought it was hook line and sinker. This dude is your leader defensively. Will's great. We, don't get me wrong. Will Will is great on the defensive side of the football. And now that he's here, he is a pillar of that defense. But I I thought without a doubt that Jalen Petrie was going to be standing right next to Will Anderson as it pertains to being a pillar on that defense. And the fact that for whatever reason they've gone to a point where He's been benched. It's not that I don't think he's not going to play and D'Amico's not going to get him back on the field. Hey, all, all that's going that, That'll work itself out. But it's hard for me to think that a dude that's getting benched week, what was that, 14, 15? What was this past week? 16. 16. Good God, I'm, I'm, I'm all over the place. Week 16, you're getting benched when the, the expectations, at least my expectations, were for you to be a pillar in this in this defense, somebody that they can build in, around in the secondary. That's, that's, a little bit of, that, that's a little bit of a concern. He is six. He's ranked sixty fourth by PFF uh, in, in, when it comes to safeties. Okay, that's not something that you would have expected uh, when the season started. And I think what's probably been most concerning, you could point to, well, it's a new coaching staff and it's a new system. But you're okay. That's fine. But you're supposed to be getting better. Yeah. And the, I, I think the big problem is that he's gotten worse as the season has gone along. Yeah, two guys, right? Jalen Petrie on the defensive side of the football, and Damian Pierce on the offensive side of the football. It, it's. I understand guys regressing. I understand changing systems, you know, putting guys in a position where they don't play with the instincts, and so they they have to 
take a few steps back in order to get going forward again. I get all that, but these two guys have completely fell off the map. These two guys were the two guys that I sat down across the table from and said, these two dudes got alpha leader in them. These two dudes are going to be instrumental in the rebuild of this program moving organization moving forward. And now they're both spending more time on the damn sideline than they are on the field. I mean, they're not getting – it's the damnedest thing I've ever seen with both of those guys. I'm Again, I'm overly concerned about Jalen Petrie moving forward big picture of I thought you had a staple safety that was one of the alphas that was a difference maker moving forward for the next three years. And now all of a sudden it's like, hell, he's standing next to D'Amico on the sideline. So I, that that to me is is something to keep an eye on. Here, here's the other thing, and this is really a Bobby Slowick, D'Amico Ryan's deal for me. Who in the hell came up with the two quarterback rotation? Uh, it, it's it, 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 Look, I, I just don't know how. I thought Bobby Slowick and D'Amico Ryan's both. I thought we as an organization were beyond sitting around for five days preparing for a game and going. Yeah, man, let's let's put this Keenum Mills combo on that ass. Let's bring that that's that's what the Cleveland Browns defense need. And then throw Davis Mills out there. And I mean you and I were sitting next to each other in the press box. And I don't know if it was you, maybe it was Sean, somebody down your way. I, I heard say, What are they gonna do? Run the zone read with with uh with Davis Mills? And I'll be damned if they didn't run the zone read. So I like to me, I thought we were we were beyond the that. Driscoll cat. Oh, you that's what you said. Yeah. You said the Driscoll cat. I said, man, get the hell out of here. And I'll be damned if they didn't try to put meals in in, in the connect meals to that damn cat. I I, to, I don't know. I, I looked. I mean, I really that was hard to watch for me because I thought Bobby Sloak was above that. What what was I guess disconcerting after the game? D'Amico said, "Yeah, the plan was to use both." Why? Like what? Why? Well, when I hear that about this group, I, I, I think more along the terms of, hey, man, if you get in a situation where you're gonna, have, you're obviously going to drive the football down the field. Like like, like I, what they did I, in Tennessee. I, well, yeah, what they ultimately ended up doing here. But, yes, I mean, you, you get in a game, you get in this game, uh, and I think in the first half it, you, you saw that it was going to take, it was going to take a quarterback that could throw the ball off his back foot. It was going to take a quarterback that could, that could drift a little bit more and get a little more pop on the football. I would have gone to Davis Mills at halftime had it been me given what I saw. So when you say, oh, they're going to use two quarterbacks, that that's, I think, both quarterbacks are available. And if we need one skill set over the other in terms of being able to drive the football down the field, in terms of not being able to get swallowed up by the pocket in ter- with, with all the chaos that was going on around the quarterback, then you, you flip to Davis Mills and, and give Keenum a little bit of a break to catch his breath. Okay, I, I can see that. But literally rotating play to play and running zone read with Davis Mills, like I, I didn't think Bobby Sloak had that in him. I didn't think Bobby Slowick would ever go that particular route. But what what do you know, man? Everybody has a, a rough day from time to time. I hope like hell that uh, that quarterback rotation, the, the two-quarterback system, the Mills-Keenum combination, I hope that thing is shelved uh, forever. Uh, the Texans I – mean, I'm sorry, the, the, uh, the, the Texas Bowl. The Texas Bowl is coming up tomorrow, uh, tomorrow evening, 8 o'clock. We've got the Texas A&M Aggies versus the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Um, it's coming up tomorrow night. One of the best bowl games in the land, y'all. We to, something we ought to be really proud of here in Houston. But the general manager of uh, Lone Star Sports and Entertainment, David Fletcher, the man responsible for the Texas Texas Bowl, he's going he's gonna to join us, and uh, he's going to join us next right here on Sports Radio 610. It's Reaction Tuesday, presented by Shoppers John Deere on Sports Radio 610. Here's The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. 
Welcome in on this uh, Reaction Tuesday. I was joking in that first segment, Spo. I didn't know we, we had it uh, tagged as a Reaction Tuesday. I, I should have known they just moved that money to the next day, baby. But uh, here we are on a Reaction uh, Tuesday, and uh, Ron Ugly is is out. Adam Spolane of Sports Radio 610. Obviously, you can hear him here right here on the radio several times throughout the year. Uh, SportsRadio610.com does, does great work over there with Brandon Scott and ja- uh, I call him Johnny. Sean Bijani and and uh, company over there, man. Adam Spolane sitting in for a couple of segments here. But uh, coming up tomorrow, uh, one of the best bowl games in the land, the, the Tax Act Texas Bowl, uh, is set to be played tomorrow at 8 p.m. at your 7-5 and five Texas A&M Aggies versus your number 29-4 and four Oklahoma State Cowboys. Game will be on ESPN. And when I say one of the best bowl games in the land, I literally mean one of the best bowl games in the land right here in our beautiful city of Houston. And uh, joining us now is uh, the general manager of Lone Star Sports and Entertainment, responsible for, along with many others, uh, got a heck of a staff, the Tex Act Texas Bowl, David Fletcher. David, how you doing, my man? Dirty Red, good to see you, buddy. All, uh, all's well over here at NRG. We're getting ready for a big, big game tomorrow night, as you said. Uh, going to be uh, another great college football event in Houston in a year when we got a lot of college football in a big-time way happening here. So excited uh, to to watch that game here tomorrow night or listen right here on Sports Radio 610 if you miss it out and you're driving around and can't get over to NRG for the party. So. That's, that's, a, that's a great point right there, Fletch. You can listen to it right here on Sports Radio 610 if you're not in front of the two. But, uh, but Fletch, I, look, I, I mean, we've talked a lot about this bowl game. I've learned a lot about this bowl game being on the board this year with you guys and and uh look I mean I, I think there's I think there is um there's a lot of information there that the city of Houston should be and and will be extremely proud of in terms of of how well this this city has done how well you guys have done uh and and I say you guys meaning you and your entire staff but over the the 10 years how long how long has, has this bowl been going David it's our 18th game this year uh, and our 10th with the Big 12 SEC matchup, Clint. So uh, it's one of the biggest games in the country, a top five most attended game, thanks to the great support we have here in Houston. No doubt that Houston is a college football market. And uh, a couple weeks from now, we'll, we'll show that on the biggest of stages as we host the college football playoff national championship game. But a, but a great event to kick off the college football bowl season here. Uh, with this one, you mentioned it, Aggies and Cowboys, two teams that know each other really, really well. Uh, old rivals playing for the 28th time and uh, played in this very game just four years ago uh, when the Aggies took uh, took the championship for for that one. So, um, you know, going to be a lot of fun here tomorrow night. We are expecting a great crowd, but there are still tickets available to come out and enjoy this beautiful football weather. TaxactTexasBowl.com is the site uh, you can go and be a part of the festivities that, that kick off in downtown tonight with our Carbach kickoff concert. Roger Craig are on the stage for that tonight. It is a free show, so get on over to the Rustic if you can tonight. Uh, and then if uh, if, if you uh, are able to join us out here at game day tomorrow, you're going to see a lot of the staples that you see each and every week for Texans games. Lots of tailgating, lots of uh, live Texas music. Braxton Keith on the stage tomorrow afternoon here. And lots of great football, so it should be a lot of fun. And um, and and again, still a handful of tickets to be able to come out and enjoy it. Available taxactexasbowl.com. 
David, one of the things that that I thought was really cool was obviously you're you're closely you know affiliated. If the game is with the Houston Texans, sharing NRG and and, and all the minds that be. And again, I, I think it's one of those things that that Houston just loves to hear is the effort being put in uh, to to really showcase H Town, showcase what Houston's all about. And 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 it seems like this year. Uh, more so than the past, that there's a real emphasis on that, and and it's showing through. Yeah, look, th- th- this is an event that that really brings um, Houston front and center on a national stage with our partners at ESPN. The game is broadcast every year um, nationally on ESPN. We got the primetime window for the tenth straight year tomorrow night, and that's a uh, well deserved. But I, I think what it does, Clint, to your point is. It shows why Houston consistently is getting major events each and every year in the sporting space. Having the, the, the final four here earlier this year, mentioned the college football playoff national championship game yeah, on January 8th here in just a couple weeks. We've got uh, FIFA World Cup on the horizon. We've had more major sporting events at NRG Stadium than any other venue in the country over the last uh, 15 years. And, and that's really just a testament to how this community pulls together uh, when we get these opportunities on these big stages. And uh, nobody does it better when it comes to the hospitality side and, and the Cowboys and, and Aggies that are in town right now, they're seeing it firsthand. Our great restaurants, our hotels are shining through all the attractions like NASA and the zoo and everything that we have here sometimes even take for granted, you know, when it comes to daily life in a big city like this. But um, even the Rockets and Toyota Center have had a bunch of home games in this stretch. And I know Oklahoma State took their team out there the other night, had a great time over at Toyota Center. So, you know, it's um, it's going to culminate tomorrow night with um, a great energy, a great crowd here uh, for uh, for the game. And, um, you know, that's something that uh, it doesn't happen by accident. Certainly, uh Great, great support from from groups like um, like our, our civic leaders, our volunteers, uh, and most importantly, our partners like Sports Radio 610 that helping to make sure we have a full house here tomorrow night. It should be a lot of fun. David Fletcher from Lone Star Sports and Entertainment joining us on Sports Radio 610. David, what do you guys have planned for the championship game? We've got less than two weeks until that. Yeah, we do. And, and uh, man, how cool is it that uh, for the first time ever, the 10th edition of the CFP National Championship game uh, coming right here to NRG on January 8th. Uh, Harris County Houston Sports Authority and Chris Massey and Janice Burke and the whole crew over there, along with all of the major entities like Houston First and, uh, you know, all the the sports teams involved, certainly NRG Park. um, We're going to put on a show. Uh, there, There is a full week of activities that start um, well before the game itself. Uh, preparations here at the stadium have already begun to some degree, but will really ramp up after Sunday's Texans game. So um, it will uh, it will take every bit of the the week after that for um, for everything to get into place uh, to host that type of event here at the stadium. But um, really, again, very similar to what I just said. You know, Sean, the, the reality, or Adam, I'm sorry. The reality is that uh, there are a whole lot of people that have put a lot of effort into that event, um, making it a true showcase of, of what our community can do on these big stages. And uh, from the free fan events uh, over at uh, over at George R. Brown around the uh, Fan Fest to uh, free concerts over at Shell Energy Stadium on uh, the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night before the game itself here at NRG on Monday. Um, there's just so much going on. 
uh, and and really um, an earned opportunity and one that I know Houston's going to show really well around, especially when you look at the the caliber of the the four teams that are sitting there left uh, should be a heck of a football game too, if uh, if I don't uh, say so myself. Come uh, Monday the eighth, so we'll see how uh, how January first unfolds. Uh, four tremendous brands with with great following, and um, two of them will descend upon Houston, and I think they're going to be coming in a big, big way, which is uh, exactly why we put on those events to bring a lot of people here to Houston um, and and show them a and show them a heck of a time. Well, I know uh, I know you'll take what you can get uh, as it pertains to the college football uh, national championship. But boy, you fill it up with Aggies tomorrow. It sure would be nice to fill it up with some Longhorns in a couple of weeks, man. <laughs> We're equal opportunity when we can be here, Clint. I know I know that's hard for you to say for both of those as a as a Razorback. But um, listen, you know the, these are. Um, these are really important events uh, for our community. We're really excited about tomorrow night's Tax Act Texas Bowl. Uh, again, if you want to come out and join us, it's going to be a full house, but uh, still a handful of seats left. TaxActTexasBowl.com. And if you can't make it out, uh, just check out ESPN or tune in right here at Sports Radio 610. I think Brett Dolan and John Harris are on the call, which should be a fantastic matchup between the Cowboys and Aggies in the 2023 Tax Act Texas Bowl. That's David Fletcher, GM of Lone Star Sports and Entertainment, putting together that uh, Tax Act Texas Bowl over at NRG tomorrow night. Y'all check it out. David, we appreciate you for joining us, man. Likewise, guys. Happy holidays. Let's enjoy the next few weeks ahead. A lot of football here in Houston, and uh, hopefully even a little bit more if the Texans keep it rolling. So I appreciate you guys. We'll see you soon. You got it, man. Be good. All right, coming up next, we got Damian Pierce. We had Damian Pierce, the running back for the Houston Texans, kick returner, now for the Houston Texans. We had him on uh, the post-game show after the game Sunday, after his big kickoff return for a touchdown on Sunday. And uh, he had some some uh, very, very interesting comments. He actually addressed um, taking a lesser role offensively as well as, as how that uh, kick return duty came about. So uh, this is audio that you do not want to miss. Really, really good stuff from Texans running back uh, Damian Pierce. That's next. Reaction Tuesday, presented by Shoppers John Deere on Sports Radio 610. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, here's The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Kickoff return at the two, left side over the five, 10, 15, 20. Pierce still going 25, 30, out to the right side, 40, 45, 50. To the right sideline, 40, 30, 20, 10, 5, rock and roll. Coast to coast, Damian Pierce. And this place has exploded. Yes! Well, at that point in time, we thought that uh, Damian Pierce might uh, spark a little momentum and get us back in that uh, in that football game. But nonetheless, that was about the extent of, of the uh, excitement, if you will with the exception of Davis Mills coming in and, and, and uh, a couple of drives there late in the fourth quarter. But uh, Damian Pierce, look, he's been a topic of conversation uh, for, I guess, I mean, last year obviously for good reasons, but this year the, the Damian Pierce, um, you know, I, I guess the, the lessened role for Damian Pierce, uh, some chalked it up to an injury originally, but uh, it, it turns out that that uh, there's it's a little more – it's a little deeper than that with Damian Pierce, but it was good to see him get uh, get a little kickoff return action. Who knew he had that in his bag? We'll get to know Damian Pierce, the kickoff returner, here in a minute. But again, Ron, the show, Hughley, is out. Now Adam Spolane is out, and my man Patrick Creighton 
is in the building with me for the rest of the show. Patrick, how you doing, man? Doing good, brother. I uh, this is this is not what I expected to be doing <laughs> when I was leaving the parking lot at Lowe's at one thirty-five <laughs> this afternoon. But you know what? Um, pretty cool that uh, I can be a unemployed uh, and b get get my own ten-day contract almost right, like a one-day contract. <laughs> pop in, hanging out here yeah. with Big Papa Sterner. Yes. Uh, by the way, uh, now that I actually got to see you in person, congratulations on the birth of your daughter. That is awesome. Uh, that's that's a little bit of a of an early Christmas present for you guys uh, at yeah. that house. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, look, I'm still I'm still feeling it, man. I uh, try, trying to catch up on some sleep. The little one ain't sleeping much, and and the uh, the older one, I say older, she's almost two. She don't give a rip, so she's getting <laughs> up at seven, and she's a damn hurricane all day. But I tell you, uh, PC, I absolutely love it, man. It's it's been a it's been an absolute blessing. Speaking of blessings. I appreciate you uh, take you know cut, cutting your Lowe's trip short and getting in, the, in here and, uh, and and talking about uh, these H-Town sports for a little while with me, man. Well, listen, you know, it was a tough choice, so I want to do chores and home improvement around the house, so I don't want to come hang out on the radio and talk sports. It, it was really hard. It probably took me about a half a nanosecond to make that decision, and here I am. <laughs> well, well, let me ask you this, because the, the first segment didn't go real well when I asked Adam Spolane, who is Jewish, what he got for Christmas that did, that didn't uh, didn't go real well. Did you have a good Christmas, man? I did. I had a great Christmas. You know, a lot of times we go up to New York. You know, I'm from New York. All my family is up in New York. So a lot of times Christmas Day is getting up at the crack of dawn, having breakfast with the in laws, then packing up the car, going to see my parents, then packing up the car again, going to have dinner at my aunt's, then packing up the car again, going back to sure. the and run all over the place. You know what I did on on Christmas Day? Absolutely freaking nothing. I sat on my ass. I watched some football. It's about halftime when I said bleep this. Yeah. All right. I watched important Christmas movies. Uh, I got to introduce my kids to things like Miracle on 34th Street and It's a Wonderful Life and Die Hard. And, uh, and I ate. I ate everything that I could get my hands on. And it was awesome. This is a holiday. I didn't move. That's what a holiday is supposed to be. So I had a wonderful time, and I got like you. I got important things. I got new. I got some new power tools. Yes. Uh, I got. You get some, excited about them. I did. You know, <laughs> right right after Thanksgiving, you know, my wife's like, "Hey, listen, you gotta get the Christmas lights out. You gotta get the house decorated. Right. And like the soffit around the garage needs to be replaced, and there's some other things in the patio that need to be replaced. And you know, I had to you know just get to some things. And you open up the toolbox, and you're like, holy cow, it smells like a dead body in there. And <laughs> like everything's all like rusted to old and stuff. I was like, all right, I need new tools. And I was going to like just throw them out, go down. And I was like, why don't you wait a month? Hint. Right. Okay, so why don't you wait a month? <laughs> hey, let me make so, a list. Uh, I, got, I got all kinds of, of new tools. Uh, I got an Xbox by accident. I've never played Xbox. Okay. Uh, I want to play Xbox. Apparently, that's the way to keep up with my teenagers. Okay. So my kid's a little older than yours. My son's 19. He goes to UTD. My daughter's 16. She's junior in high school. And they're always on the Xbox. They put the headsets on. And they're talking. Yes. So if, if I want to communicate with my kids after 3 o'clock in the afternoon, the only way I'm going to do so is to have an Xbox and a headset. So my daughter's Xbox was malfunctioning. And I brought it in to be repaired. The guy's like, look, based on what you're telling me, I don't know that we can fix this. So we're going to try. But I can't promise you we're going to fix it. And he had uh, another Xbox right there that was on sale for 150 bucks. I was like, give me this one, and I'll buy this as an insurance policy in case you can't fix the other one. So I bought it, and I had my son test it, and it worked out fine, so everything was good. And they called me back three days later, and they're like, okay, we got your Xbox fixed. So I was like, you got to return that? I'm like, no. 
Yeah, why? Yeah, I said, well, I'm well. going to learn to play it. That's why. <laughs> that worked out well for one guy, Patrick Creighton. That's right. <laughs> I bought myself a new electric guitar. Thanks, Santa Me. Okay. Appreciate Santa Me. Damn, man. And, uh, did yeah. you hit the lottery or what? I, I did all right, man. I did all right. <laughs> good deal, man. That's that's good to hear. Interesting well, story real quick. Go, go, I, heard you, I heard you talking about how you bought your wife a brand new set of pots and pans, mm-hmm. and this wasn't like... Listen, honey, I, I I need you to be in the kitchen barefoot and pregnant and hear some pants. Right. This was, she came to you. Yes. And she said, honey, you see these pots and pans right here? I want these. Not those. Not those. Not those. These. And they better be under the damn tree. <laughs> Your wife and my wife apparently know each other because right. they both did the same thing. She actually sent me a link, Patrick. She sent me a link, so I knew exactly. I could, the link took me exactly to damn near checkout. All I had to do was put it in my bag. We almost got to, hey, you're going to get this for me, but it happened to be on a day I was not feeling well, so she was just like, I'm going to get them. Give me your credit card. Oh, even better. And it was, and I was just like, here you go. Yes. All you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hey, man, she sent me that because I was telling her, I said, look, I'm usually pretty good with gifts. I'm, I'm usually... Because I'll spend a little bit of money. I would rather spend more money. I'd rather wait till the very last second, know exactly what I'm going to get, and spend a little money than to shop for a week. So, so usually, with you, right? So usually it works out well for my wife in, t- in the sense she gets a she gets whatever the hell she wants really, and it's it's usually cost a little bit more than she expect and that kind of deal. Um, so I said, but this time I, just, I couldn't I couldn't think, man. Like I'm just I mean because this time of year for me is we go we go her birthday. Now the new baby's birthday, Christmas, uh, anniversary. Um, actually, before anniversary is Valentine's Day, and then baby number one's birthday. So I mean, we, like all of my stuff, all of my my gift buying is all wrapped up in about a three three month span. Oh, by the way, having the other baby, the push present. So that was another <laughs> gift idea out the window, right? And so I just I was like, man, I usually don't do this to you, but I, I mean, I need some help. And for a week she wouldn't respond. I said, "Look, I, I need I need some damn help." And she sent me that link, and I had before that that link quit bubbling. Man, I I had them damn pots and pans bought, bought boy, it was money. But speaking of of new, speaking of new things, and you mentioned my new baby and and your new guitar and your new your new Xbox, Damian Pierce, Damian Pierce, he did something a little new to us all this weekend and did it in pretty impressive fashion. You heard it when we bumped in, Damian Pierce. With a kickoff return, um, which, to be honest with you, the Texans scored 22 points, but really the only the only excitement um, that that was there to really be had was Damian Pierce's um, kickoff return. Uh, I don't know about you, Patrick, but this is this Damian Pierce and now Jalen Petrie, by the way, who got benched on Sunday. Th- those two guys going from guys that I thought had like pillar alpha leader type type possibility type futures both of those guys today where we sit are like one got benched and the other one is now a kickoff turn he's not even he's not even getting run at the running back position to think that that was going to happen is wild but nonetheless Damian Pierce he, he got that kickoff return and and the first thing that I had to ask him in the post game was how in the hell did you end up did 31 end up returning kicks and and to be honest with you Patrick it, it was about the way my question came across to him was like, how in the hell do you – you don't look like a kickoff returner. You're a running back. I don't remember you kickoff, returning kicks in training. I don't remember you even catching a kickoff. Well, here's Damian Pierce talking about how his kick returning duties came about. 
So I come in Tuesday. <laughs> so I usually meet with uh, my running back coach before, uh, you know, before everything gets started. So yeah. we in there chilling. He like, uh, you check the depth chart today? I'm like, depth chart or what? He like, uh, they got you returning. Hmm, that's nice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't did that since high school, but okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, that's how that went, bro. It just just how it looks. That's exactly how it went. You know, uh, I just came in Tuesday. I was like, well, that's another opportunity for me to go make plays, help the team, you know. Patrick, this is – it's crazy to think – and I was never – I mean, I, I was a decent athlete, but I was never good enough to do – like like have a mentality like he just had. Like the thought of you, – you hadn't done something since high school. And a coach on an NFL team comes to you and goes, hey, man, we're going we're gonna to try you a kickoff return. And then literally that Sunday, go out there and return one for a touchdown. Return one, period, and, and be decent at your job is one thing. But to, to go out there and return one – when you hadn't done it since high school, 90-some-odd yards for for really, to be honest with you, the only score that mattered in this game for the Texans is absolutely mind-boggling. So much about that play. Like, there were so many emotions in that play too, right? Yeah. So first, it's like, this is what's going to get the Texans out of their doldrums. This is going to be the catalyst. It didn't yeah. work out that way. <laughs> but in that moment, this is the catalyst. Number two, 31 still got it. Right, 31 still got it. Yeah. <laughs> all this, oh, he's washed, he's a bum, he's terrible, just all that nonsense, all that silliness. And look, as we're 16 weeks into the season, a lot of silly takes come out during the course of the year. And that Damian Pierce was absolute garbage was one of the silliest takes that everybody has, has, has kind of pushed out there. We've, we've heard since the offseason that he was struggling with the concept and hasn't quite found his niche in yeah. the concept yet. And for him to take it back on a kickoff return after you heard him say, not, not since high school, uh, certainly you and I haven't seen him uh, take uh, kickoffs, certainly not with the Texans. I don't remember him taking any at Florida. It doesn't mean it didn't happen. I just don't remember him taking any at Florida. And here, and he just goes right back. Even the announcers on the game are talking junk. Does he have enough to get to the end zone? They thought he was just going to run out of gas because, oh, well, you know, he's a big running back. He's probably going to get tired at the twenty. He just kept going. I was so happy for 31 in that moment. Hey, PC, when, when you look at and I, I think I think it's anytime we talk, we talk a lot about guys being fast in the league. Uh, but anytime that they break into the open field like that, that's when you find out can they really run. I played with dudes that were like, oh, I'm a 4-2, I'm a 4-2. And then we'd go play Florida, and they'd get sucked up within 20 yards. Like, no, you ain't no 4-2. You might be a 4-2 on the track, but you, you're, not a, you're not a 4-2 in, in football speed. I mean, anytime Dame, like Damian Pierce, one of those guys that whatever they said he ran the 40, and I don't even know what his combine numbers were, but whatever they said it, it was, it's significantly faster on the turf. It's significantly faster in cleats. And that's what you look for in a football player. And so I don't know what the hell is going to happen the rest of his career in terms of, of, of whether or not he plays the running back position or not anymore. But, but the fact that he can go out there and take one 90-plus yards to the crib on a kickoff is a speed that – to be honest with you, just very few have. He he ran a four five nine forty. He ran a, he he ran every bit of a four four yesterday or and, Sunday. And this is one of those things. And look, you obviously played football at a much higher level than I ever played football. But when we hear guys talk, oh, this guy's a four four. That guy's a four five five. They talk about guys who are four four like they're lightning fast, yep. and guys who are four five five like they're dragging ass slow. <laughs> and and I tell people, I'm like, take out your phone, go to the stopwatch thing. And as fast as you possibly can, hit start, stop. All right? And, and when you do that, think about how fast that is. Because that's the difference between a 4-4 four, four and a 4-6. Yeah. Like that, ta-ta. Yeah. 
that's a 4-4 to a 4-6. When a guy is a 4-6, he's not dragging ass slow. That's right. And and he gets a, a little bit of a head start out there. When, he, when you're full speed going forward and everybody now has to get behind you, you've got to have crazy closing speed to start making up distance on that. And you saw he does have the stamina yeah. to go all the way to the house. And you talked about football speed, actual game speed. He showed you that for all people like, oh, he doesn't have that kind of speed. Oh, he very much does have game speed. He just hasn't found his fit in the system yet. And when he does, you're going to have a really good player again. Yeah, absolutely. Look, and Damian Pierce, he went on some of the best audio that I've heard all year long, and, and there's plenty of, of, of football horniness in, in coming out of this locker room with Bobby Slowick and D'Amico Rines and C.J. Stroud. All that stuff turns me on. I'm telling you, Damian Pierce has some of the best audio uh, about his lessened role at the running back position that you're going to hear. We're going to play that a little bit later uh, in the show, but but right now we got uh, coming up next the big three at three. We had some unbelievable football games, and look, some uncharacteristic or unexpected outcomes across the landscape of the NFL over the last couple of days. We'll hit those, and we'll do it next right here on Sports Radio 610. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.